Okay, we begin today a brand new Mesech that Sabah Josh is going to give us a wonderful introduction. But before, before we begin with his introduction, let's begin with a brief introduction of some facts about the Mesech. So that we have the Nedorim, the elements of Nedorim are connected over here to the two votes. According to the Gemara and Sota, it's connected because of the Parakamadir, which we discussed earlier. But that's why many hold that Ketuvot ends with Parakamadir, which is <coughs> seems to be irrelevant to the rest of the Parak. Uh, clearly, when one looks into the Torah, it's obvious that Nadorim belongs in Seder Nashim, because the whole Parshas Nadorim is only in terms of Be'ishle Ishto, Be'na It must have something to do with Seder Nashim, not to mention the fact that talking in general has to do with Nashim, and that's the that's in a joking way, but in a very serious way, talking and Nashim are one and the same sugya in Ganeda, which Adamarishan only achieves a woman by learning how to talk. He says, and then he asks him to speak. It seems to be like a non sequitur. It's exactly the same non sequitur as to us in the dark, right? Precisely. And then he brings all of the things to Adam that wrote Mayikralo. As a, as a response to Mayikralo, he suddenly becomes aware of the fact that And then all of a sudden, okay, now you want a woman, now we'll make you a woman. But so apparently, speaking and women are very fundamentally connected, not only because of Asura Kabim Dibur, but because women are innately a way of relating to the world exactly as they were So that it makes sense to have over here this sugya of Nadorim and Nazir for many levels of reasons, which are Amir Tashem, if we make it to the Siyam, we'll try to get into that also. Now, there are three, what I, there are many differences, before I even begin that, there's many differences between Nadorim and other Masechus, and it's recognized, and it's mentioned Bechlau in different places by many Rishonim, that the Lashon of Nadorim is very weird, Mishumim. Very weird. The reason that it's very weird appears to be because of the fact that it wasn't learned. So we know we get the same weird language in Erech and Tmura, Me'ila, Tomid, and so on. Those are increases. Those are weirdness efforts. The Lashonot in them are very, very similar to the Yerushalmi rather than the Bavli, which is a very strange kind of thing. You know, what the reason, and not only that, obviously, but there's also tremendous Shibushim in Yerushalot. I mean, and all of those above listed Masechus, including the Dharma and Nazir, you have uh, hundreds of variations. The other Masechus things are basically settled on with a standard gears, so we don't have a standard gears in those Masechus. So to say, okay, Kreesus, Erech, and Tamura, and some of those are indeed sort of off the, off the beaten track Masechus, which it's understandable that in Bovel they didn't pay much attention to those Masechus. But why in the world wouldn't, wouldn't the Dharma Nazir be learned along with the rest of the Masechus? And here's a very interesting bit of historical facts. And the historical facts are that they stopped learning the Dharma Nazir in, in Baba as a takona, very interesting thing. From the time of Rabbi Yudayagon, they decided, why they decided was never recorded, but they decided that they're stopping to learn the Dharma Nazir. So, um, and to learn in yeshivas, that is to say. And this was not part of the Seder that they learned in the yeshiva. Lo nishna be yeshiva, is the Lashem. 
And there's conjectures as to why that's true. The Rambam takes for granted when he reports in the Pirsha uh, Mishnayis. So he reports that, look, I don't know what's going on over there in the east, he says, but over here in the Mahrav, we learn the Dorim and Nazir, and we do Heter Nadorim and Heter, and then and, and, uh, Haforas Nadorim, and we, not like they do over there in Baba. Because, and he gives a reason, which thinks something, because we don't have the Mayim Haraim in our area. Now that means that apparently the problem was a response to the Christians or to the Mayim Haraimis, uh, the Mishnah Novus, Benishten Mayim Haraimis, the Minus, basically. So apparently, because Nedarim is a very weird thing in which the Chachamim or Matir, something in the Torah is not even a Remis, this is a head to Nedarim, or just like uh, the Porchim Ba'avir, because the Gemara says a Chagiga, Mishnah is a Chagiga. So apparently, there was a lot of problems that they had with the Sedukim, the Christians that were tining that the, the rabbis were making things up, and it was uh, apparently it reached ahead. In many issues, because after all, the Dharma things that come day to day in court, and Jews wouldn't be trustworthy. So, because of that, they they decided that they're going to cut out the publicity on the Dharma Nazir. That's what's lacking in the Lamaisa, there is also a Chubasagainim from later years that traces it back to a general lackadaisical attitude towards the Dharma. And, and because of that, the Gainim were metakem, that they would not do heter nedarim anymore. So not only did they not learn the Dharim, they literally canceled heter nedarim. There was no heter nedarim. That's good from Rambam. Rambam says, all I can tell you is, is that it's not only that we do it, but that we have a Kabbalah from our parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, everyone that we know of all down the Doris, until the Chachamim, the early Chachamim, have been doing heter nedarim. They never remember Kabbalah, this Takana of the Gainim not to do Heter Nadar. But the problem is, because that was the case, they did not learn it, and therefore didn't go through the general filtering, which is what happens after centuries of learning, the Gersos become more settled down. What's more is that the only place that they were learning it was in Erzis since they didn't have the Tanah. That we know from a very interesting a very interesting uh, letter that appears in the Trivazian collection, Trivazian, in which... There is a message from one of the Ga'inim to B'nai Eretz Yisrael recommending that they cut out this business of learning the Torah. <laughs> so apparently, in Eretz Yisrael, they were learning the Talmud Bavli of the Torah. So because of that, the language that we get in the Torah and Nazir is full of what we're used to in the Yushama. Like all kinds of things that never appear in the Bavli. And the Rishon may be closer to the Mishnah, for instance, say Omar Mar on the Mishnah. Bavli never says Omar Mar on the Mishnah. Only says Omar Mar basically on the, on the later Chachamim. So, uh, you know, we analyze what they said. And if it comes to the Mishnah, they goofa. You know? Here we'll have Omar Mar. There's a lot of, a lot of different little Lashenists that are strange and Yersos uh, that are what appeared to us to be Mishur Bashot, and apparently that came because of the fact that it wasn't really learned in the in the yeshivas and Baba. So what we're learning is sort of semi-Yerushalmi in the Dharam. And that's true. We saw that also in the other Masechtas, the, the Kachim Masechtas that are also strange. So that this has happened. It happens also in Shkolin. But over there it appears that it's clearly, clearly Yerushalmi. Not, uh, 
Okay, so with that, that introduction as to the general problems of Nadarim. Now, there's another very important difference between Nadarim and almost every other Pesachta, which is there's no Rashi on Nadarim. Now, what appears here as Rashi is almost everybody agrees it's not really Rashi. Any Rishon that ever quotes Rashi, the quote never appears in this Rashi. So apparently this is not Rashi's real Pirish. And because of that, it's not accepted as the standard Pirish on the Dharm. So nobody learns the Rashi. And what happened is, is that the Ran, that's usually the main Pirish on the Rif, became the Pirish on the Gemara over here. But the Ran uh, did not make an attempt to give a very concise Pirish, as you can see from the size of the Ran on the page. So that it's more like learning a combination of Rashi and Tesis, because he throws in what Tesis is. The, the, the function of Tesis is to try to find the consistency throughout Shas. Rashi generally is only interested in giving you local Pshat. But uh, because of the Tesis, they look through the whole Shas. They wrote about over there, it appears this way. So that's the, the <coughs> seeing the pattern in everything, which Rashi wasn't interested in doing. It, they may make a local peerage. But because of this, the Ran, who takes on the Derek of the Tesis, besides the explanation, in the Gemara, so he also gives you a chat, but he'll also go through all of his reasons for coming up to this chat, going through the, the cases all over Shas, asking questions, why is it different, bringing Raya's Mahalok, and so on and so forth. It's actually a much more detailed peerage than Rashi. And it's, it's a combination, really, of the riff, because he also talks about halacha, which the Rashi and Tosas rarely do, to prove what the halacha is. So it's part of his pirish on the riff, his pirish on the Gemara, and his acting like one of the Bali Tosas. So it's a rather complex pirish. The advantage of it is that although it's very wordy, very wordy it's also very clear, simple to read, straightforward, and you can zip it, do that through it with no problem at all. And it it's, it's gives a nice uh, nice background to everything. So it's a very, very useful and pleasant peerage to learn. It includes a lot of lumbus and so on, but it's very easy to read through it. It's not like, uh, not, not a complicated peerage at all. So uh, I don't know whether you actually want to do it in the Dafyomi to go through the rounds. It's a bit, uh, bit lengthy. Well, what we could do is to paraphrase it. We can go through, like, what he does introductory stuff for questions and so on. We can go through that. And so I will do that today, certainly, because his introduction is a very useful introduction. And so be, what we'll do is we'll learn the Mishnah, but then we'll go over it with the, with the introductory words of the Ram. Okay, Sadhu Josh. Yeah, you're one. saying that the Rashi Tesis also seem to not... Uh, yeah, the Tesis is pretty standard here. It just got knocked off to the side oh, of the sides. <laughs> it's smaller letters. The smaller the letters get, the smaller, the less you read them. But, no, that's, that was done consciously, by the way, in the Sidurim. You'll notice the modern Sidurim use one font for everything. The old Sidurim, have these varied fonts. Now, all the modern writers of Siddur will always write in their Hakdama, and these ridiculous old Siddurim that change the font from one thing to the other for no reason. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's a very good reason. Because what they did was, is they put the things that you're supposed to read when you don't have time, so the absolutely necessary things, they put in bigger letters. The secondary things, they put in smaller letters. The things that you know without... 
They put in the smallest letters. They were very, very mocked with la'alacha. The new term don't reflect that. But Lamaisa, the Tosas here have gotten pushed to the side, and to some extent they date. were pushed to the side because the Ran is inclusive of many of the Shittas of the Tosas. He became sort of an all-inclusive purish. So before we begin, we will have, of course, the opening special words of Sabbath Josh that come only at the beginning of Masechta, so they are very rare. There we go. Wow, unbelievable. Look at that. It took, it took 175 steps this morning? 195 steps this morning from the Koto to Daf Yomi. And look at that, we've still got such a long introduction. That's beautiful. <laughs> so we begin with the concept of kinui. A, what exactly is the way in which one normally makes a netter? So we have three different types of ways of making a netter and two basic types of nedarim. Again, I'm going to paraphrase the rhyme. So there are nedarim which are called nidre isur. And there are terms that are called nidre hegdesh. If a person makes something hegdesh, then that's not included in our masech. But that's something that we discuss basically in, in uh, Kachim, not in Noshim. But there's a proud, profound relationship between nidre hegdesh and nidre isur. Now, even though nidre isur make a person prohibited by asering a chefetz, it doesn't seem to have anything in common with hegdesh, strangely enough, it has everything in common with Hagdish because the way in which, according to many Rishonim, the only way that you can make a netter with your right time is to use something which itself becomes Osir through Nidre Hagdish and make an Isser similar to it. So if you say, this is to me as if it were a carbon, so then that becomes Nidre Isser because carbon is something that is neither of a Nidre, that itself can become usher because of Nidre Hagdish. Weird. The Ran himself does not agree with that. The Ran holds you can make a netter directly by saying, this thing is usher on me. You don't have to make it dependent on something else. The dependency on something else is called Hatfasa. I'm toface this thing as if it's something else. According to the Ran, both Hatfasa and straight out netter are called Iker netter. According to other Rishonim, only hatfasa is the Iker netter. Then you have Kinuyim. Kinuyim is where, instead of saying this thing is to me like Korban, you say this thing is to me like Konach or Konein, or some, something that is similar to the word Korban. The reason that you use that language, we'll see Zemaklokas Rebyotar and Shlokas later on in the Surya. According to some, it's an artificial language that was created by the Chachamim, in order to avoid saying things that would involve the Shem Hashem. So therefore, not to say, by God. So we made, therefore, a whole list. If you say carbon, you may say carbon la Hashem. So you say, by God, again. So in order to avoid that, they created this artificial language. Others learn that Kinuyim are, are other languages, extant <coughs> other languages. So you'll say, so what's the point? So just say, a netter is good in any language. Because, as the Ran points out, the Kinuyim are specifically bastardized, Lashonah Kodesh. They're not real, they're like kosher. Like kosher is in English, or kibitz is in English. Those are not real words. Those are not kasher, it's kosher, whatever that means. So it's similar to the word in Lashonah Kodesh, 
and uh, was adapted in other languages. So it's coming to tell us those things are also usable as Kinuyin, despite the fact that they aren't Lishonot Gemurim. However, even if you hold, says the Ran, that we're talking about an artificial language, since all language is essentially artificial, says the Ran, because it basically is a social construct, what's the difference if it's an evolutionary social construct or a specifically designed social construct, or it's Esperanto? So does that make it less of a language? Well, ask the people who try to understand it. But anyway... He says, therefore, they're all the orita. So we have Ikaneder, which includes Hatvasa or make it a stoning of Hatvasa. We have Kinuyin, and then we have a third mode of making a netter, which is called Yadot. All of this has been discussed today. So Yadot are handles. So we say, no, give me a handle on that. Or we use a name as a handle. Right? That's my handle, we'll say on the, on the uh, CB radio. Now, the idea of a handle is that I don't need to define the entire thing because I've already iconized it. So, therefore, if I will say part of a netter, I don't say the whole thing, so it shouldn't be technically binding, but because it's sufficient handle to what is meant, we understand what the guy is trying to say, we take that as a complete netter. All to be seen, the mocker of this one is the right, the drabonon, all to be understood throughout the sugya coming up very soon. So those three approaches, we need to only discuss one additional din, that the concept of hatfasa is dafka to make it a mutfas and something that is up to you to make. In other words, if you say, this thing is usher to me as if it's chazer, that doesn't help. You can't make something into chazer if it isn't chazer. So that's, you're trying to be matras and a dovash enoni darv enoni dav. You can't make something chazer. So therefore, you'd have to say it's usher on me like something that I could make chazer. It would be like a korban, like a cheren, like hegedish, something that you can do and that's up to your words to create, then those words can also be used to create isurim that are individually, so there's a big difference between them. Because to actually make something hegedish, it has to belong to you. But to make something like hegedish on you, it could belong to somebody else. Because what you're saying is, this thing is to me as if it were hegedish. So interestingly enough, even though I couldn't make that thing Hagdish because it's your meat, but I can still ask it on myself as Hagdish. We'll see later on the question as to whether there's even a chiev of me'ila, weird, on violations of the dharm, even though on the surface it's just a way of referring to something as iser. So again, there's a profound hidden interrelationship between Nidre Hagdish and Nidre iser, which on the surface should not exist. Because the, the, the opinion of Neder, you would think, is similar to a Shvua. More similar to a Shvua. And yet, in fact, it isn't at all similar to a Shvua. Because what happens with a Neder is that you do something to affect the relationship of an object to you. When you make a Shvua, you act not upon an object at all. You act upon yourself. So in other words, you cannot say, I hereby take a netter that I will eat today. You, you, there's no way to make such a netter. Where's the object? You can only make a shvua that I will eat today. You can make a shvua I will do something. You can't possibly make a netter I will do something. You can make a shvua that I won't eat. But you can't make a netter that I won't eat. You can only make a netter that this and this food or all food is also to me as if it's egg. So that means that the relationship between Nidre Egdash and Nidre Iser 
is a relationship of the fact that I'm offering a chafetz. I'm making a thing something, making a thing hagdish. I'm not promising to give money to hagdish, even though that would be nidre hagdish. You see? So nidre hagdish is a broader concept. The specific element of relating nidre hagdish to nidre iser is only that element in which you actually give something hagdish, kedusha. Not where you make a promise to Hagdish, even though that's included under Nidra Hagdish. So we have a strange, strange interrelationship here. When it comes to Isser, Shvua acts upon you and is Machayev you. Neder acts upon a thing. When it comes to Hagdish, Nidra Hagdish can be either. They can act upon your Fiyovit to give something, Are Alai. I do hereby promise to give. And that's a netter for some weird reason, not a shvua. But you can also say, and that's the netter that is similar to Nidre Isser. Now, the other aspect of this besechta that we're going to discuss, but which is not Nidre right now, is the question of heter nedarim. Remember, we have two different types of heter. We have a heter of nedarim that is given by a chacham, either a mumcha or shalashat yotot. And that works in two ways, either to, through charata or through a peta. Charata goes back where a guy says, sorry, you made the netter in the first place. A peta is where we find a reason in which he's saying, well, if I would have known that this was going to happen, then I wouldn't have made the netter. I have not, no problem with the netter. I like the netter, but I don't like what happened because of it. Namely, that my wife threw me out of the house. I mean, if I wouldn't know, just throw me out of the house because I don't take a bath for a couple of months in it. So that type of thing is considered to be a petach and is neither of which are similar to hafara, which is what a baal can do or a father can do, a husband can do uh, together, if they're only an heiress, and together with the father, uh, which is during the first day in which he hears about the matter, he simply can know it. Okay, those are the basic ideas. Our Mishnah begins with the idea of kinuyim. And it just mentions the fact that you can use any kinui at all of a netter. So you don't have to say korban, you can use konem, or like nidorim. Any, any way of saying the word cherem, which is also a way of making something hegdish, you say that this is cherem. Of course, it has different dinim, but it's still one of the dinim of hegdish. So if you don't use the word cherem, you use the word cherek, or cherek, or whatever happens to be a kinui for cherem. That also works. You can say shvuas without saying the word shvuah. You can say shvuta or something. And that also works. Nizirot ke nizirot. You can say gaziach, paziach. These were words that were used for, for nizirot. And what's more, is mudrani mimcha. Now you don't say what that means. I mean, you didn't say that I am also on you like Hagdish. You just say I'm a netter against you. I mean, you can't you can't eat from my things, or I can't eat from your things. We'll see what the Lashon is. I am separated from you. I am distanced from you. So, somehow the Gersher, I will, I will what? Well, we're taking for granted. He means, oh, you should just drop that, that I should eat by you, or something like that. But what he means is a Lashon Hagdish. What he means is a Lashon Nader. So these are basically Yodais. They're not Kinuyim, because you don't use a word to take the place of the word for the Yisra or the Nader. But you started saying something, and you left it hanging. 
So what I eat from you should only, yeah, you understand. So that is enough to make a netter. Also, din of yad. How about if you say minudamilacha? So it's as if I'm in nidui. Now that's already it's not not a kinui. No. no, all of those I said are yodes. Those are all osr, but they're also because of yodes, not because of kinuyim. Which is strange, because the mission never said anything about yodes, right? which we're going to ask. You started describing kinuyim, and then you start going off on a tangent. You go off on yodes. Where did you talk about yodes? Okay, shoshani to'em lecha. What is the meaning of menudani lecha? It should be as if I am distanced from you through a nidui. Does that mean that he's trying to create need or he's actually trying to create a net? Rabbi Akiva wasn't convinced that it was Osir, but he was noted. Chochech is a lotion of scratching or rubbing. Some say it's like when the thinker, you know, the thinker puts his head on his, uh, his, he's rubbing away, you know, you rub your brow or you stroke your beard, whatever. It's a human way of thinking about something you're not convinced of. So he used to scratch on this, so that wasn't clear to Asr. The Chachamim disagreed with Rabbi Akiva, and he held there was no Chashash of Isra at all on this. Says the Gemara, you started off, I mean, this is Mesechet Nedarim. Why are we talking about Shavuos? Why are we talking about Nezirot? I mean, I assume that it's because in bringing up Kinuyim, you want to describe all of the aspects of Kinuyim. So say, they go through the Haramim and the Naziris and the Shulim and so on. But why then? Nazir, the Lokatani When we get to the second Nazir, all we say is We don't say, and by the way, the same is true of Haramim and Nadarim and Shibuas. And why over here, Gabi Nadarim, Diktani and Lakulo? Why do we mention all of them? Says the Gemara, because there's a major difference, you see. Because when you're talking about a netter, the Torah puts it together always with Shvua. Because it says, Ki yidon netter lashem So the two are related. So since, Mishum the netter Shvua, the Torah puts netter and Shvua together, we couldn't leave out Shvua if we're talking about netter. So it's and Shvuot Keshvuot, right? Now, since we said these two, Tani Tartan. Given Tani Tartan, once already we're going to make a list. Might as well make a list. It's a Tani Lakulo. Bashenka, when it comes to Nazir, Nazir is a sugya on its own. There's no reason why it forces us out of our getter, no reason why we'd have to hazard everything all over again. But I don't understand. If that's the case, says the Gemara, then the only reason you're mentioning Shavuot is because Shavuot comes together with Neder. So why doesn't it come after Neder? What you should say is, Then move on to Haromim and Nezirot. I mean, <coughs> the way you do it is the very, the very reason he becomes lost in the structure. That's, you, you've lost the connection between, directly between Neder and Shavuot. So then, no, because I did a ton in the Dorim, the Mitzah Chefza Alei. When we talk about a netter, remember that the way the netter works is, as we just explained, is to answer an item on yourself and not to affect your own behavior towards that item. You're not saying, I will not eat that. 
you're saying that is also for me to eat. Now that's a major difference, as we'll see throughout the Mesech, enormous differences in how that works. Therefore, Taninami Charamim. We want to mention Charamim because Charamim are basically a subset of that idea. I'm answering something on myself as Cherem rather than as Karman. Whereas Charamim also, Mitzar Chefza Aleh. La Fuke Shvuk, but when it comes to a Shvua, I mean a Shvua, Kasunashimim Chefza. So over there, since you're answering now yourself, you're describing your own behavior. So in describing my own behavior, I now wait until I finish discussing the other issues and then describe my own behavior. Now the fact is that Nazir, it's not clear exactly how it works. You know that Nazirus can Nazirus follows Shvuas Kishvuas. But the question of whether Nazirut is a behavior which I take upon myself or whether it includes within it an Iser of the grape upon me, or the wine upon me. This is a major surya in Nazir, as we'll see. But there's certainly elements of Nazirus that are behavioral rather than focused on an object. So the shaving and so on, not being matame. It's difficult to see how that would be an Iser on an object. And so, Mame, let's put here at the end of the circuit. So that's our first structural explanation of the Mishnah. The second structural problem, as we mentioned, is you started discussing Kinuyin, right? So you say, Ko Kinuyin Adorm Tidadorm. You don't mention a word about Yadot. So, Ko Kinuyin Adorm. And then you go ahead and you explain Yadot. Because if Mepharish Yadot, you say, Aomer Lachaver Mudrani Mimcham, Mudrani Mimcham has nothing to do with Kinuyin. It has to do with the fact that you didn't complete your statement. So that's a yad. Now, and, and, and that is a weird thing to do, even if, even if I'm ready to accept the fact that there is a mentioning in this Mishnah. The Son of the Ron understands the following question. There's a mention in this Mishnah, except that we don't see it. So that's called Chisuri Mechasu. That's obviously going to be the solution. I mean, it's got to be if a mission discusses something, it's got to be that that thing was there in the introduction. However, you never begin a mission with a Hisurim because That's crazy. You, know, you don't leave off a beginning. You begin with what you want to begin. And then you say what it is that you're saying, right? So let's assume that the way that the Mishnah is constructed is and then Yadot, right? So... So, okay, that means what we say in our Mishnah is unrelated to its own Ticha. Can you show me an example in the Mishnah of Akinui? No, there's not a single example. The Mishnah gives examples only of Yadot. Now, that's, that's unacceptable. Even if you want to answer the other question. I mean, I, I'll leave that aside for a moment. I'll assume... That somewhere it says something about Yadot, but it's certainly not the beginning of the Mishnah. So what happened to the explanation of the Kinuyim? I don't understand. We have to wait for another Mishnah for Kinuyim. You write a Mishnah, and then you talk about Kinuyim, and you give examples of something you don't even mention. It's outrageous. Not to mention the fact that where does it talk about in this Mishnah Yadot? I mean, and, and, and the two, Yadot, what, did you forget to mention Yadot? That now you're explaining the Yadot? No, 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 no. 
come, 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 Ayre Bahon. Of course we're discussing Yadot. I mean, as you originally assumed, it's a Chisuri Mechasr. The Mishnah really reads like this. Now insert the words. Ve Yadot Nedarim Kinedarim. And then we start explaining the Yadot. Well, I mean, if you started opening a Mishnah with Kinuyim, why don't you explain Kinuyim? Why don't you start explaining the Kinuyim instead of explaining the Yadot? No, because you always start explaining the thing that you last mentioned. So the last mentioned thing is Yadot. We're going to start explaining Yadot. There's plenty of examples like this. Here. Bameh Madlikin or Bameh Madlikin. Ein Madlikin. Bameh Tomnim or Bameh Tomnim. Ein Tomnim. Bameh Isha Yotza or Bameh Nayotza. Lotetze Isha. Okay, so it's another example. We say, Ko Kinuyin, Ko Yadot, Yadot. What's wrong with that? Oh, says the Gemara, what, come off it, man. I mean, call Eich of the Patak, Loma Farish Bresh. You're saying that, what, that's a rule? That's not a rule. I mean, I'll give you plenty of examples of where it's done the other way. But it's not. Yeish, no chalino manchilin, no chalino velo manchilin, and then it starts explaining the beginning. Elu no chalino manchilin. Yeish mutarot le ba'alehen ve'asarot le yibmehen. Remember, the ba'al is a kohen hedya, the 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 yavam is a kohen gadol. So usually when she falls to Yibam, she's an Almana, you know, so he's not allowed to marry her. We have cases like that. You have Mutarat Libayim Asurat Abaliyan. The Baal marries an Almana. Elu Mutarat Abaliyim Asurat Libayim starts at the beginning. Yesh tu not Shemin Vilavona, Shemin Vilavona. The Elu tu not Shemin Vilavona. Start at the beginning. Yesh tu not Agasha, some Minachot require. Hagasha that the coin presents it to the Mizbeach before putting it on, but they don't need Tanufa. I mean, to not Tanufa, which is the coin waving it. There's other Menachas that require Tanufa, Velo Hagasha. Ve'elu to not Hagasha. Oops, that's the beginning again. Yesh Bechor Lanachala, Ve'in Bechor Lakohen. You can have a Bechor who is born after, let's say, a Nafel. So he's not a Bechor Lakohen because he's not a, a Petarecha. But he's the first Rashid Ono, he's the first viable child. So he's a Bechola Nachala. <coughs> but you can also have a Bechola Kohen, who is the first born to this woman, but the man has an older son who is Bechor for his Nachala from another woman. So he's a Bechola Kohen, Vein Bechola Nachala. Veizel Bechola Nachala, Vein Bechola Kohen. Do you see again, we start at the beginning, okay? So if we're going to start at the beginning, now how do you explain the fact? And then you mean you need a good reason. I mean, there must be some rhyme or reason to this. So there's places where we do it that way, places where can you explain to me what the rhyme and reason is? Why are we starting here in that fashion? And that, that you're not telling me. No, 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 no. Each and every one of the examples you bring is a lousy example. Because every example of the way in which we start at the beginning is afshul. Halin mishum the afshule mefarshu the patach beresha. The right understands afshule as meaning just there's a lot of didim involved, but the the clearly the correct way of understanding is the Russian's approach, which is 
each and every one of those Mishnayas lists not two alternatives, but four. There's always more there. There's four examples. There's always more than two. Okay, there I understand. Boy, I could really get confused. I got a whole list. I want to start at the beginning of the list. But if there's only two things, the thing and its opposite, so then I start from the last thing. Because that's what you have in your mind. Over here, I only have the thing straightforward. Okay, let's explain the others. What's wrong with that? So it's Rishum Dav. She said, no, no, that's not true. Excuse me? That's all it says. There's not, nothing more than that. So, and not only that, it's not a very complicated list of halachas either, if you want to learn the Ramshad. So it's low option. And nonetheless, how does the Mishnah begin? Yotzei Gamal. Now that's starting the beginning. Bamebe ma Yotzah. Aha. Okay. That's a problem. All right, then we'll have to change our mind. Maybe the idea is that there is no rhyme or reason. Well, Maybe sometimes the Tana randomly begins at the end and sometimes randomly begins at the beginning. Now, the Ron explains that even though we didn't want to accept a random explanation initially, what the Gemara is really saying over here is that it's important for the Tana to teach us that it doesn't make any difference. Because if he selected a particular way to write a Mishnah always, then because of the idea of atifchar lashon arumim, in which we're supposed to pattern ourselves after the very concise and clear way that the Tana creates, the Chachomim speak, we would have mistakenly taken an arbitrary choice of let's always start at the beginning or always start at the end as being meaningful for our own speech. In reality, it isn't meaningful. Therefore, the Tana wants to go back and forth in order to teach us that it isn't meaningful. It can work out any way, whatever you feel comfortable with for the circumstances. Or, it could be that indeed either way is acceptable, but there's a very special reason in our mission for this construct. It's not arbitrary. And that is that Yadot, Aide de Atya Midrasha, Mefarsh because of the fact that the din of Yadot is something that we do not learn out directly from the Torah. From the Torah, you make a netter, you make a netter. We have to derive those Yadot only from a drush. That even though you didn't say the whole thing, as we'll see later on, nonetheless, it's a, it's a real netter. Since that's true, we always like to deal with the things that we figured out on our own. Because that's what life is all about. That's even what creation is all about. That's what God likes dealing with too. The things that creation figures out on its own. So therefore, it starts explaining, Yadot, wait a minute, so wait, if you like the things that you figure out on your own, why don't you start with that? Why don't you say, Call Yadot nadarim kinadarim ukinuyim kikinuyim? So liftachadin beresha, not as far as introductions are concerned, you always begin with the givens. The givens are kinuyim. Look at that, that's a given. So, miftach patach pekinuyim, because that's a diorite. So, that starts Beresha. 
Now we enjoy the idea of Yadot, which now we have made up. So Hodan Mefarish Yadot to Atin Midrash. Then when it comes to explaining things, we really get turned on by the word Yadot, because wow, that's that's an exciting city, because that we made up. And so because of that, we're Mefarish Yadot. Now on the surface, this of course is dependent as to whether Kinuyim was also made up. Because if we say that it's an arbitrary language, it's an artificial language, then Kinuyim also includes something that we created on our own. But that the Gemara is going to discuss tomorrow, Bezrat Hashem. So we'll get into that then. not to mention the fact that nobody even spoke about Yadot. But to Yadot Inche? No, no, no. I read the home. It's just that it's not evident. It's just that it's not evident. Should be inserted. Okay, so then why not be Mefarish Kinuyim Beresha? Because you start with what you ended. And then what you ended is the Chisurim Achasur. Oh, the Solik Menehu Mefarish Beresha. Kid, it's not. Bame Madlikin, Bame Madlikin. And Madlikin. Bame Tomnim, Bame Tomnim, and Tomnim. Bame Isha Yotza, Bame Nayotza. Lotitza. What? That's true. Kolecha, the Quatach, Lo Mefarish Beresha? Start at the beginning. No, that's all those cases are Mishum Da'afshalei. Mefarish Rabbatach Beresh. It's not true, they're not all Afshah. But, that's not Afshah. Nonetheless, it says Yotzei Gamal. Okay, El Olav Da'afka. Zinei Mefarish Rabbatach Beresh, Zinei Nesodak Mefarish Beresh. Vibayit Ema, Yodot, Aide De'at, and Midrashah. Mefarish Lom Beresh. The liftach at the Imbereisha then too. Miftach what to be kinuyim because they're the right to Imbereisha. For the Mefarish Yadot, the Hatim Leimidrasha. 